This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Welcome back. They call it Black Monday in the NFL because you never know. You know, there'll be turnover. You don't know how many people will um, get the pink slip today, but it is the life they lead, and it is one hell of a life to lead, as we say in the old neighborhood. Brad Childress knows it well, longtime head coach of the Minnesota Vikings and, of course, on to the Kansas City Chiefs, the Philadelphia Eagles before that, back to Wisconsin and all over uh, Illinois, and uh, he's seen a lot in his football days, and he joins us now. Brad, thank you for joining us tonight. How are you, Mike? I'm I'm doing okay, hanging in there. I always feel though, on these days because um, you know it much better than I do. But just as a reporter, you see how much people put into this, uh, this job and this vocation, and it's so unique to chase uh, the coaching dream. How, how did you ever get started on it? And, and, and were there times in your coaching career when did you ever look at yourself and say, "Well, I'm nuts, man. It would have been a lot easier to stay at home and open an insurance agency." Yeah, but I don't know if I'd still be married if I was an eight-to-five guy, you know. Uh-huh. You never know about that, Mike. But, but um, you know what? I lived with my high school football coach for the last couple of years, and he told me, you're going to be a coach. Uh, and I, I'm thinking to myself, that's the last thing I'll be. And you know what? Um, managed to have a paycheck in football for 40-odd years. How did you – what was your first big break? Uh, Mike White hired me. I was a graduate assistant. Gary Moeller got fired, and uh, uh, Mike retained me as a graduate assistant, and then that year made me the running back coach uh, in, in my first year. Now, you told me we were sitting out on the patio one day, and, and uh, yourself and I, Matt Sheldon, who unfortunately was part of the staff in Denver, probably let go. Um, you know, most assistants, I'm sure, will probably be let go as well. And, and you both told me the same thing. You said it, it, it does someone good to get fired as a coach. Uh, you need to go through that. Explain what you meant by that. Yeah, I, I just think you should know um, that it can happen to you. you. You go in with your eyes wide open, and, and believe me, when, when it happened there, Mark and Ziggy couldn't have been any more gracious, and it was an emotional time. It's not easy for them to do this because they're empathetic people. Um, but yeah, I think it should happen because you should know how fast your phone stops ringing and uh, people treat you like you got the plague. Uh, it's it's really an amazing phenomena, and um, you just can't let it define who you are. You know. And, and I see that because it's like it's like an outgoing president or something like that. It's like well, you don't make decisions anymore, so you're retired. So therefore, we don't need to. And, and I feel the same way about a Vikings head coach when. when it's all out, and then all of a sudden it's done, and it's on to the next one. And you mentioned that. Don't let it define you because if you let people and their adoration for you define you, you're going to have a tough and shallow life. And yet there you sit. Take me back to when it happened to you with the Vikings. Now you're thinking, well, what do I want to do next? And what's the next step? What was that piece of it like for you? 
Yeah, I mean, it, it, it was it was tough in my particular case. Um, I had a couple people that, that, that talked to me, and, and I elected to sit out uh, that year. And sometimes when you sit out, it's hard to get back in after a year. But um, Pat Shermer was in, going into his second year, and Mike Holmgren was at Cleveland then, and, and uh, they came, came back in as the offensive coordinator there. Um, so, you know, those guys want to be active. I know on, on the Bear staff just got let go. They had Mike Pettin down there, former head coach that yep. was uh, – basic volunteering and then tom herman from the university of texas was down there volunteering so um again not only 32 of those jobs and only 32 of those staffs brad childress is our guest you you worked with the, the bears and, and i'm watching this team with, with coach Nagy, and i'm thinking to myself now i don't know all the ins and outs and the intricacies of what goes on behind the scenes with the bears but but the organization decided that Justin Fields was going to be the quarterback and learn on the job, and yet somehow you're still accountable for the wins. Uh, as a coach, how do you work with a GM or ownership, whoever it is, because even when they tell you that they're rebuilding, what they really mean is we still expect you to win. Well, that that that's the ex- expectation going in. Is that you know don't 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 tell me about the pain. Let's let's uh, let's see the results. Um, but that's professional sports. Um, you know, things get fixed in a hurry. Uh, one or two players can make a difference, particularly, you know, you see the coaches that have been successful or somebody that's had a, uh, what they feel like is a franchise quarterback. You get to stay a long time when you when you coach those guys. Yes. Bill, and Bill Parcells, I know one of Mike Zimmer's guys used to say, sometimes a coach can stay one, two, or three times as long as he might have been able to stay at that place if you've got a franchise quarterback. <laughs> There's no question if you hit it right. Uh, there's something there. Uh, you know, now, part of what I hear uh, coming out of Vikings camp and beyond is, uh, you know, players want to be heard, and, and, and they want their vote to count, and I think it, it did count in this in this case. Uh, their voice was heard uh, with, with ownership. Uh, is that a new phenomenon that, that players expect um, uh, more input, or, I mean, has that is that something that didn't exist 25 years ago or 20 years ago? Uh, or is that something that it, it just depends on who the coach is as to, as to who gets the voices? Yeah, I guess that that, that would be true. And who do, who the owner's listening to? I mean, that that that, that could certainly be the case. Um, but you know, I, in the era we live in right now, um, uh, it's Generation Y, and you better have a Y for what you're doing with those guys and what you're asking them to do, whether it be practice or travel or COVID restrictions or how you're meeting. I mean. It's it's gone to places that you you couldn't believe it was going to go, Mike. Uh, Brad Childress is our guest. Brad, Brad, Bill Parcells also said I saw it in a graphic the other night. He, he said to Mike Zimmer one of the things that he said to him: If you're going to be head coach in the NFL, there's going to be four or five things a day that you don't want to deal with that you have to deal with. And if you can't deal with that, then you, you can't be a head coach in the NFL. What does he mean by that? What, what's a daily basis like for a head coach and the things that we don't see that come across your desk that, that you go, oh, you know, this, oh, I don't, you roll your eyes, you turn, whatever it is, but you got to deal with it. Yeah, I mean, it, it could be anything. And, and I came, I used to come in the building and say, I got these five things I want to get done right away when I get in there. And in a half hour, I could literally be going 180 degrees the other way because of somebody stopping down by the treadmill and telling me, hey, this guy had a problem last night, or this guy just called, he's not going to be here, he's sick. Or, um, you, you know, it's not one thing, it's another. Um, a domestic problem. Um, they weren't all bad problems, but sure. still, nonetheless, things you have to handle as you manage a team. 
Yeah, so-and-so might not be back for practice today because of whatever, right? I mean, and you got to decide right. whether that merits a fine or whether or not that that's acceptable, those kinds of things, huh? Whether it's yeah, whether it's a migraine headache, we all remember uh, yep. Percy Harvin real well, um, and, and those are legitimate things, and and uh, they, they can cripple you sometimes. You went through though in 2010 the most bizarre year ever in, in, in Minnesota Vikings history. I, I mean, for people that don't remember, the dome collapsed at the end of that year, and that was and, and that wasn't even <laughs> that wasn't even the big issue. You know, Brett Favre decided to come back late for a second year. You mentioned Percy Harvin, Randy Moss was here, he was gone, all those things. Uh, what do you remember about that? And, and you know, you're coming off such great euphoria and such a great year the year before. Uh, what do you remember about that year? Because the expectations were so high and everything changed because of that. Well, you know, Mike, I, I always say uh, when, when guys come back to you, um, and, and I'm sure every coach in the NFL echoed this, you know, this is the last time we'll all be together in this room. That's at the end of the season. But I always feel like uh, guys come back to you at a different station in life, whether it's uh, – the end of the season meetings and then you see them again when the spring program starts and you got your hands on them again they could be a, at a different spot when they show up at training camp uh, maybe it's a contract year or um you, you know something's going on at home so they, I, I always remember there's all there's always different things and, and different stations that you know some people are happy some people are mad and want more money uh some don't think they're playing enough you know yep. there's always those human emotions that go on and on top of it, as you mentioned, and this is the variable for the NFL, is they're in the last year of a contract or something like that. So they're driven by fear. They're driven by people asking them, are you going to be here next year? Things that you're not even seeing and hearing. Their families saying, hey, are you, what's going to happen? All those things. I mean, that's a lot on anybody's plate. It is. And, and to think that families aren't involved, I mean, they're they're very, very involved. You know, and it d- depends on, you know, how wide a range that is, whether it's their immediate family or whether it's, uh, you know, family that's back home and and uh, um mo- <clears throat> most guys have questions like that i for me it was always hey talk to my wife i'm not a t- i never want to be a ticket manager you got to talk to the ticket manager mm-hmm. talk to my wife now, now if all these assistant coaches basically assume that they're probably let go they may have a year left on the contract or whatever but that being said what advice do you give to the young coach that says, I want to do what you did, Coach Childress. I, I, I'm willing to go anywhere in the country. Uh, I want to be a head coach of the NFL one day. Uh, and, and they're wide-eyed, and the only thing they know is they have a great passion for football. What do you tell them about what the real journey looks like and what kind of advice do you give them? Or, or what kind of litmus test can, can you administer to find out if they really have what it takes? Yeah, you know, I've, I've talked with Bud Grant about that before, and, and people don't realize uh, how lonely a business it is, how much time you spend working on your own and working individually. And, yeah, you see the team, the, the, the result on Sunday, but you don't see, you know, how the sausage is made during the week. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you you got to be prepared to grind, and you got to be able to spend time if you want to be good at it. It's just like anything, 10,000 hours at it. You know, maybe you're an expert by then. Maybe. Maybe, and, and then they change, and then they change, and they start running the run and shoot or something, right? That's 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 right. It all goes in a circle. It sure does, Mike. Yeah, but 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 as I talk to you now, you don't have any regrets, do you? I mean, it, it was it's been a good life coaching all these years. No, it's been great, and you, you know what? I can still talk to friends in the business. I texted with Andy Reid a little bit ago. Uh, um, Daryl Bevel just texted me. He's going to get a chance to talk to the Jacksonville people tomorrow. Mm. Um, yeah, it's a. Uh, it, it, it's a fast merry-go-round, especially right this day and especially the next couple of weeks. Um, but 
you sign up, eyes wide open. And all those coaches that are sitting on the Vikings staff right now, you identify with, and what's it like for them right now? Is it sitting down with their wife and kids and saying, this is where we're at? What what happens? Yeah, it's tough. It's, it, it, it's tough because there, there are no guarantees that, you know, you know, you don't know what direction the Vikings are going to go. And uh, a lot of times, like Bill Parcells, he just said, hey, you've still guys, you know what, you and I could probably get along, but that's not how I do it. Everybody's got to go, including the, the, the secretary, you know. So um, there's there's some angst there right now, and they're trying to find out, just like everybody else, who's getting jobs, and do they know that people are getting jobs. And, yep. Uh, there, there is uh, some tense times. Do you believe that a, a guy can be a good general manager and head coach, or are those two two bigger things? I think it's I think it's become two completely different universes. You know, with all the things that the general manager has to deal with, um, and and that, and not just personnel. I mean, things within the league and within the organization. Um, I, I think it's too hard to do, and I think that's one of the things when when Andy Reid came back to Kansas City, he says, you know what, I'm going to come back and do what I really got in this business to do, and that's coach and let John Dorsey, let Brett Feach do the personnel part. Not that he doesn't ever look at players, because he certainly does, but but um, he, he, it's more about the coaching for him. Yeah, last question along those, those lines. When you talk about, you know, I got, you're talking to Gus Farad earlier today, someone that you know well, and he said, I, I was in situations where I didn't, I didn't even know who the general manager was. I wouldn't even recognize him, uh, <laughs> you know, depending on the, the system that he's in. He played in a lot of different systems. What does the general manager have to be to to players in a team? Should, should he know the players? Should he not? What well, what is it that the, the you know what should the Vikings be hoping to get out of a general manager? Yeah, I, I mean, I, I mean, everybody's got to have a personality, but I mean, he's got to be adept of ma- managing a, a whole uh, scouting staff, um, overseeing you know the hire of a head coach, presumably. Even though I know they name coaches before general managers. Um, he has to be able to interact with, uh, with, with ownership all the time. So it, his, his plate is stacked pretty high, not just evaluating players. Okay, I promise this is the last question because I just thought of one more. Yeah, I'm, I'm looking at Alabama and Georgia and, and, and all these great athletes on the field. When you watch a game uh, like that with high-end talent, can you, with your background, can you project pretty well who can play in the NFL, or is it still a crapshoot? Well, that's called TV uh, scouting, and yeah. some people do it. But it's some guys are slam dunks, and some guys are a, a crapshoot. And you know what? In the first round, it usually ends up being fifty-fifty, which is crazy. So you know where it goes from there. <laughs> yeah, and that's and that's with twenty-eight different people evaluating them, right? That's exactly right. Brad, appreciate it very much. I hope we can get one of those coffees uh, together again soon when everybody's in town. Let's plan on it, Mike. Thank you so much, Brad. Appreciate it. All right, bye now. Yep, Brad Childress, former head coach of the Minnesota Vikings, giving some insight into what uh, today is really like. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. 
I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. 